Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Today we have a very special invite and someone that has helped me and my family many times, and I highly recommend. Her name is Tracy Montgomery. She is in Canada. And let me tell you a little bit of who she is. Tracy is extremely passionate about integrative healing, which means bring the variety of modalities in her clients to help them heal and transform themselves on the, all the levels. She offers guidance, support, and healing to a multitude of ways such as spiritual response therapy, STR, that's the one I had, Reiki, energy healing, intuitive alignment coaching, light language, message, meditations, and yoga. Uh, no matter what modality she uh, she's working with, Tracy goes always is to bring her clients back to home, to themselves, and to the life they uh, they always love. You can find her information and her links in the description box. And you want to contact her later on after the show. And uh, and if you have any questions, please let us know in the comments. And we're more than happy that, to try to answer them. <laughs> Tracy, it's really my pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you. I feel so honored and blessed to be invited to be here. So thank you so much. Tracy, I always ask this question because I believe it is important for our spectators to understand that we're not always where we where we are now or where mm-hmm. we're gonna be later on. Mm-hmm. And we have different kinds of awakenings. There's no one awakening and that's it. No, we went we went in levels and but in the last one something big happened that took us to where we are now. Mm-hmm. So what was yours? Oh, gosh, it's like you said, there's been so many. (laughs) Um, You know, it's definitely been an interesting process for me, because if I were to rewind, I was actually an elementary teacher for 15 years. So who knew if I was to fast forward that I would completely leave the world of, you know, being a teacher to, to elementary students and would be, you know, in this place right now where I am working as an intuitive healer using many modalities, right? It's, it's pretty it's pretty crazy when you think about it, really, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like, especially over the last 18 months, you know, the whole thing in some ways has felt like an awakening, if that makes sense, right? Like, I know a lot of times, like, when I used to think of awakenings, it was like, you know, this, the clouds were going to part and this great big thing was going to happen, right? And I was going to, it was going to be this mind blowing moment. And I've had those too. Like, I remember, having one a few years ago when I was in Greece, actually, I took a group of women on a retreat with a good friend of mine. And, and I remember having a huge awakening there where it was the first time that I accessed light language. And it was surreal. It was, it was surreal and kind of like, I'd always wanted it to happen. And then when it finally happened, I was like, did that just happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've had those. And then I've also like, especially in the last 18 months had, it's more like, instead of it being like that big kind of moment, it's been like this gradual progression, this gradual, uh, what would be the right word? Like embodiment. 
Like it's almost like this knowing comes in and it's like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or yep, I'm absolutely going to do that. And then that's it. And I think part of it for me has been because I've done so much work over the last couple of years on my subconscious mind on clearing out the limiting beliefs and the patterns, behaviors. There's been so much clearing that I've done, especially over the last two years that it's become, it's no longer that big grandiose thing. It becomes easier and easier because there's less that is attached to it. Does that make sense? Yes. I have noticed that the the things that I, I thought, Oh my God, I have to clean all this internal Mm. is less. And or or I find another layer of it. I mean, mm-hmm. take one layer and just oh my god, there is something underneath, and there is something yeah. underneath, and you go carving and carving and carving. Yeah. But with less pain because now you understand that your is everything you're choosing, including the pain. Yeah, and I think too, like as you said, as those layers are coming, I feel like with every layer, there's a little bit more um, opportunity to observe and to witness. And so there's more awareness that comes with it too. So I feel a little less like broadsided, if you will, right? Because it's like, oh, (laughs) right? Yes. Basically, part of the ascending or or changing to different dimensions is a state of conscience. Mm. There was too much uh, propaganda everywhere before that it was like a place where we were going to go. That's why you were talking about the clouds and so forth. Yeah. And we were wrong. We did not understood or grasp what it really means. Yeah, I completely agree. It's I find that there's a lot of, you know, we can talk about how in our everyday society, whether we're talking about education or healthcare or the government, and there's these systems, you know, that are, we have a, had all these beliefs and expectations around that are kind of like crumbling around us now, Right. And I feel like for me and my experience, that has also happened to an extent in the spiritual metaphysical community, things that I kind of, and I, and I'll often refer to them. It's like the lies that I bought and sold, right. About ideas, about how things are, how they should be are now coming through. And it's like, no, actually that's not what was meant by that at all. Right. Like strip away that story, strip away that expectation or that assumption. And it becomes a completely different experience. That's why I mentioned a, bit, a lot that I was. This is how I thought now, but that doesn't mean where I'm gonna be thinking tomorrow. Yeah. We this in process. We're we're clearing the house. We're cleaning, so our way of observing things or analyzing things are gonna be completely different than it was yesterday. Absolutely, yeah. And I think with that, like, if I could give one piece of like unsolicited advice <laughs> to anyone, it would be to be open to possibility, right? Open to any trajectory, any possibility, any outcome, because as soon as we attach something to that, we shut all of the possibilities down, right? So how much better could it get or how much more could we create for ourselves if we could allow ourselves to see that anything is possible? It doesn't have to be a certain way. I've been seeing a lot of the videos of um, uh, Cindy Larson. Mm-hmm. She has these words, and they're really magical. I, I really, I've been using them, and it says, "How good is gonna get?" And no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And in in reality, really open doors. It is just magnificent if you use those words. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's actually something that I learned from um, access consciousness. Have you heard of that? Yeah. So one of the things that they say in the modality of access consciousness is they often will say, will it create more for me? And you can use your intuition for that. And they also talk about how much better can it get? So when you, and and this is like, I just, um, I don't know if you know this or not, actually, if you've seen it on my feed, but I just moved into a new home uh, about a week and a half ago. And I manifested my dream home in about six weeks. It was super, super fast. And one of the things I think that helped me along that journey was, yes, I had an idea, like we often talk about in, in the law of attraction and, and, you know, the universal laws we talk about when we create, we want to visualize, we want to imagine what it is that we want, right? And the more real that it can appear to us and the more details that we can have and the more energy that we can feel behind it, the quicker we are at being able to manifest it. But I really feel like one of the keys for me was not only doing that, but it was always followed up by, and how much better could it get? Yes, I've been using that and it really, really makes the difference. Yeah, yeah, it's super powerful. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tracy, can you, uh, many of our spectators have never had experience with SDR. SRT. I'm, I'm sorry, my dyslexia. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spiritual response therapy, guys. Yes. <laughs> so can you explain a little bit uh, what, it, what it is and how it yeah. can? Sure. So SRT, so it stands for spiritual response therapy. Some people say technique, um, and they're both the same thing. And what it is, is it's an energetic modality that works to clear out discordant energies as well as negative thought patterns, belief systems, habits, um, as well as things like cords, contracts, anything that might fall into that from your Akashic records. So from your past lives. Okay. So what happens is I have a system of charts in front of me. And so this is a modality that was actually channeled by a name, a man. Um, his name is Robert Dexler. And he channeled all of these charts as part of the modality of SRT. And what we do is we choose a theme, we choose a topic after we have a, a brief conversation, usually like one-on-one with my client. And then we work with our spiritual committees and our high selves. So I work with my high self. We ask for permission for the client's high self to come in as well. And then we work to clear away those discordant energies and those negative thought patterns that come from past life experience that we are still holding on to energetically and cellularly in this life. So sometimes I know a lot of times I hear my clients say like, you know, I've done so much work on this and it's, and it's still here or it's happening again, or the cycle is repeating itself. Right. And sometimes what can happen is yes, we do a lot of work in this life, but we forget that this isn't our first time here. Right? We forget that we've been here many, many times, and those experiences can be stored as trauma. They can also be start to compound themselves. Right, and sometimes we even put certain programming into. Um, at the time, we think it's a mode of protection. Right, like I'm going to protect myself from this ever happening again. So, for example, I did that with myself with some of my intuitive gifts. Right, it's like I'm going to just this didn't work out for me in this lifetime, so I'm going to protect myself from ever having to have this experience and hurt anyone ever again. Right. And then we fast forward through our lifetimes. And now I'm sitting here and I'm going, well, I don't need that protection anymore. 
right? Because this life is not like it was when I was persecuted as a witch or as a healer or whatever that looks like, right? So it's kind of like we're starting to just clear up our, like clearing out the cobwebs, right? Clearing out the stuff that we no longer need, but we're still holding onto. And it can be past lives. It can be ancestral as well. It can even sometimes be future lives. Yeah. I can remember one that we did uh, with me, you did with me, uh, and it was an angel. Mm-hmm. And I, the angel had uh, contracts <laughs> that we yes. wanted to break. <laughs> mm-hmm. and the funny part it was that I I felt each each one, each one wow. of the lives that we were clearing and cleaning, and so much that right now, in fact, I'm doing a, a, a collection of paintings from those lives. Oh. But... Um, I wanted to ask you, is every single client can feel them and, and and see them or remember them after you clear them? Or or is only a few of us that we can see oh, that? That's a good question. I don't think I've ever had anyone ask me that before. Um, so full transparency when I do it and I and I'm giving the session. Um, you know, there's information. I am clairvoyant. I also hear so information comes through and I truthfully don't often remember the clearings when I'm done. Yes. So clients will come to me after me, like, do you remember that time when did it? And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. In terms of my clients remembering, it's very dependent on the person. So number one, how sensitive are you or how connected are you to energy, to your own energy, right? Some people are going to experience it more like, sensations in the body, they might feel heavy for a while, and then they feel light or, you know, and they feel that shifting. Other people will experience emotions. So all of a sudden, they're angry, they don't know why, or they're crying, they don't know why, right? Uh, Some people even experience pain in the body. Some clients remember it, some clients come out like me, and they're like, I don't know what just happened, but I know it was really good. (laughs) You know, so I have some clients who will take notes, so that they can help to help them to remember so they can go back. I also have some clients that will record the session so that they can keep listening to them because every time you hear it, you'll pick up a different piece of the puzzle, right? There's a different part of the code in there for you that you might not hear the first time. Um, I have also had sessions and I've had this happen to myself personally as well, where even though there was talking and there was things going on, they heard nothing. Like their, their subconscious mind just totally blocked it out and they heard nothing, but the session happened all the same. The work happened all the same. And then sometimes they go back and they watch the recordings and then they're like, Oh, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. Yes. I am a, a BQH, uh, basically hypnotherapy, uh, regressions. And mm-hmm. yes, you have to record the conversations like that. They would remember, they might remember some stuff. Yeah. But not everything. So yeah. it is important the recording so like that you can see the layers because sometimes is it is about like seeing a painting. You mm-hmm. see a painting and you see, oh, there's a form, you know, there is a woman there. Yes, but there's always a layer behind the woman that you're using. Or yeah. the or the figure that you're using. There's yeah. always a layer you detain and you observe again the same painting or the same book or or the same uh, therapy and I highly recommend you to record it so you can yeah. hear it again. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I would also say with that too is you know the subconscious mind mm-hmm. is not only very powerful but it's very smart. 
<laughs> right? That's why we have it. And so there are times where, you know, the subconscious is going, okay, this out of protection, let's say, right? It's like, mm, I'm not sure if this is safe. So we're just going to tune that part out, <laughs> right? And then we'll tune back in when it feels better, right? And so sometimes we kind of, uh, I don't want to say play tricks on ourselves, but we will kind of, let's say, mute or kind of disconnect with the things in order to protect ourselves or because it's something we maybe um, don't necessarily want to hear, right? Yeah, the ego is very, very tricky. You don't like the change. Yeah, yeah. We're changing them. It's like you don't like it. It will resist and it will do whatever it has to do to don't provoke that change or don't yeah. accept change. yeah. And it's, it's like a mode of survival sometimes, right? Because it's, have you ever heard that saying that the devil you know is better than the devil you don't? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, right? It's like, even though where I'm at right now isn't great or is really shitty, it's still better than what might be over here. Cause I don't know anything about that. Yes. Right. Yeah. And the thing is the people do not believe enough in themselves. That's a big one. And that's one of the things, or they don't even think that they deserve to be, um, to ask for help yeah. to any of the healers. And that can bring um, so many issues. Right now, there are many people are, are leaving the planet or this or this plane mm. because they do not believe that they deserve to have, be alive or they do not deserve to be happy or they do not deserve to ask for help. Yeah. And what do you think about that? And your, can you help in that in your therapy? Yeah. So, you know, spiritual response therapy, a lot of my clients work with things like blocks to intuition, um, unworthiness, feeling like they don't belong, um, kind of that imposter syndrome kind of thing, right? Um, feeling difficulty in receiving, whether that's help or love or relationship, or even money, right? Whatever that looks like, um, because there's an underlying belief there that they don't deserve any of those things, right? Or in somewhere along the way, whether it's in this life or a past life, they bought and sold that lie, or they were told that they didn't deserve it. Or they stay in a wrong relationship because they don't think they deserve better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And often, you know, with that too is, um, you know, they can come family patterns, right? Ancestral and generational patterns, right? Where, you know, I remember growing up as a kid hearing people say, you know, a woman always marries someone like her father. I don't know if you've ever heard that before or not. Yes. And I mean, that can be a really good thing, depending on who your father is, <laughs> right? It can also be one of those things where some people are like, oh, no, <laughs> that's not happening, right? But it's interesting how when we get stuck in those, uh, you know, Akashic loops, or even the karmic loops, that we will often history will repeat itself, right? Until we can figure out can until we can recognize until we can see and how until we can recognize a way out of that. We have a question from Catherine. She's in Australia. Yeah. Is um, She's asking, when you're working with your clients, do you ask them what are they, what are their lives looks like if they are able to identify the, the blockage? Usually, yes. I've had both. Usually how I run my sessions is I'll sit with my client and we usually have a conversation for the first 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm saying, okay, what are you coming here to work on? And often, and I, you know, too, sometimes the client might say, okay, I'm coming to work on money. 
at the surface level, it feels like it's money. Maybe they live paycheck to paycheck or, or can hold on a job or whatever that looks like. But then when you start to kind of chip away a little bit, there's always something underneath that, right? So we absolutely start with what do you feel like you want to work on, which often kind of um, ends up being surface level, um, unless you're someone who's, you know, aware, has an awareness of yourself, and that's a little bit different. Um, And then we start to peel back the layers and see what sits underneath that, right? I have had sessions, though, too, where clients are like, I'm stuck. I don't know why I'm stuck but I'm stuck. This, this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. And then it's like, okay. And I trust spirit. I trust spirit's guidance that spirit will take me exactly where we need to go. So sometimes it can be a surprise. Sometimes even when we have a topic, it's still a surprise, (laughs) but I always just follow. It's like a trail of breadcrumbs, right? It's like a treasure hunt. And I just follow. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, Catherine is in Australian in the USA. <laughs> yes, we're all connected at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to know that we're reaching like halfway across the world. That's cool. <laughs> yes. Mm. That is amazing that actually the the uh the internet actually the pandemic many people were close I close to actually taking classes or learning or going with healers. Uh, before the pandemic online they preferred one-on-one and i'm not saying that that is bad but what i'm saying that this opened up the possibilities to connect like right now we're tracing canada and i'm in south texas you know almost almost border with mexico so this is really amazing that we can do this and in the healings you can actually feel the energy you can Mm -hmm. feel how it works in any kind of therapy or healing or whatever. What do you think? Yeah, no, I completely agree because everything is energy. Yes. Right? Everything, including us, including our bodies, right? And our emotions are simply just energy that is in motion. So everything is energy, right? If we're just open to that possibility and open to that and we give ourselves permission, we allow ourselves to have that experience because sometimes Uh, I find when I have clients who are like, I feel nothing, right? I I can't experience energy. I feel nothing. So I'm not sure if it exists. And I'm going, okay, well, we obviously have a block simply to energy, right? Or to energy work or to having that experience, right? So let's dive into that. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. Are you teaching classes right now, Tracy? Right now, I am not teaching classes. I'm just doing sessions, but I am going to have probably a group offering coming up very soon. You should teach SDR. I, I am very interested in that technique. Oh, I yeah, that might be on my docket. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trained to be an SRT teacher yet, and that's something that's kind of been on the the associations kind of put on the back burner with the pandemic and things. But you never know what might happen. Yes, right yeah. now, one thing, and tomorrow, who knows. Yeah. Beautiful this life right now that we are experimenting new things if we are open for them. Yeah. Okay. How do you see yourself in five years? Oh, wow. How do I see myself in five years? That's a good question. Like I feel, you know, and even as I say that, I want to preface it by saying like I recognize that this time in our world right now has not been easy for everyone. And I just want to acknowledge that. Um, And that being said, like, 
it has opened for me personally, it has opened, it's allowed for so much healing and opened so many doors that as I sit here now talking to you, I am probably the most free that I have ever been in my life. I have my own healing studio, my own practice that I opened in March. Um, you know, we're, like you said, we're online, we're reaching people, we're helping. Um, and even though it's a hard time, and as soon as I walk out that door of my studio, it's we're in, we're in masks and like we're in restrictions, we still have those things. And yet in a lot of ways, I feel so free. And so when I think about five years from now, all I can think about is the expansion of that freedom and what that'll look like. And I feel like, yes, I'll still be doing the healing and I'll still be doing the modalities in a, um, in a bigger way. I don't know if that means bigger groups of people or different things. I don't know. I'm, I'm completely open. Um, yeah. So I, I just feel like whatever it is, there will be so much expansion, so much freedom to it. I, I do agree with you in that area. I have felt the same way. People have come like, oh, I don't feel secure and this and that. And they watch too much news. And obviously the news are going to scare you. Yeah. Are going to bring you down in whatever, because that's the purpose. It's not the purpose is not to make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and I think too, like, again, in being in that spiritual community, that self-awareness, like even a couple of days ago, I had to call my mentor and my teacher and ask for help. And, and I was like, I need to unplug from the collective right now. because I can't, it was becoming too much. And I was starting to feel very angry, very resentful. Right. And be, I work with people too. And, you know, you pick up your own stuff and, and I had to go and ask for help. I was like, I need some help unplugging here. I feel much, much better now. Right. But it's very easy to get caught up in all of that. Right. And so before it was not so open to ask for help in that way uh, mm -hmm. uh, for therapies, in fact, or even forget about healers. It was maybe easier for healers than even therapists, people asking for help when they were needing it. Yeah. And now it's becoming more a norm and understanding that everybody has traumas. Everybody is passing wow. through things is, and the healers too. We're not yeah. so different. We're humans as no. everybody else. Right. And we're passing through our own things. And yes, I, I do have my, my, my own coach too. That wow. I am. And uh, she's amazing. Shana. Yeah. And, uh, and yes, because I believe we all, we need, we're healing and we're in the same process. And I'm not saying that I help, can help people, but at the same time, we also need help. Because yes, absolutely. it's the energies of everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, like we're, just, I, am I a healer? Sure. I'm a guide. And what do I do? Well, I walk alongside my clients yes. <laughs> while they heal. You know, I don't do the healing for them. I'm simply there as a support and there is a safe, sacred space. And, you know, it's always easier. It doesn't matter if you're a healer, a friend, a mother, a father, whatever it is, it's always easier to see someone else's blind spots. Yes. Right. And it's much more difficult to look inwards and to see our own. And sometimes there are things we don't want to see, right? So to have that outside safe support and safe space um, to do the healing work, that's, I mean, everyone needs that. It doesn't matter who you are. And learning to become the observer at the same time, that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Because whatever you're judging from others that you don't like, it's just a mirror reflection of yourself, what you don't like about you. Yeah, that's a tough one sometimes when it's 
it's a big judgment so to someone or okay to someone like finding out like oh I didn't like this about myself and those are things that I have to change yeah we can change nothing from outside if we change if we haven't changed it from inside right yes yeah and um and so another modality I do is called sit which is subconscious imprinting technique and that's a lot about what we work with is we work with clearing statements and it works with things like projections, points of view, judgments, um, all of the, you know, the systems that we have created as our current world that are no longer serving us. Right. And we start to deprogram that and reprogram it with what is now true for us. Right. And I think that's a lot of the work that all of us are going through is that we've had these experiences as children and we've been taught certain things a certain way. And I don't say that from a sense of blame because our parents parented us the best way that they knew how from what they knew. Right. But as we, you know, move forward and we grow and we expand, those things are maybe were never true for us. And so we need to shift them or they are no longer true for us. Yes. The reprogramming is very important. And we have another question. Yeah. From Catherine, it says, uh, Tracy, I know that you uh, that you have an inner vision for yourself, that uh, that at times you only alter your uh, to yourself. What is that? Uh, what is that that you are truly seeking? Sorry, can I, you just read it again? Yes, I didn't understand it. I know that you have an inner vision for yourself, that at times you only outer to yourself. What is that you're truly seeking? I don't understand it, uh, Catherine. Uh, can you explain a little bit better, or or do you understand it? Well, I'm so she. I know she said you have an inner vision for yourself, mm-hmm. but then the outer. I'm confused about the outer part. Yes, uh, the, uh, says that at times only outer to yourself. What is what are you truly seeking? Can you explain a little bit more, Catherine? It will be helpful for we can. Yeah, please. To answer that one, to Tracy. I will, mm-hmm. I will appreciate that. We will appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are the modalities you, you use, Tracy? Uh, so I do the SRT, the subconscious, Im- or sorry, SRT, the spiritual response therapy. Then I do the subconscious imprinting technique as well. Um, and I also do some massage and some energy work and some intuitive healing. Um, and I started actually recently doing card readings, which is so fun. So fun. It was something I never planned to do, but, um, people just started asking. So I was like, at first I was like, no, I don't do those. I was doing them on Facebook live and people were like, can I do a private one? I was like, I don't do those. And then I was like, wait a minute, why don't I do those? (laughs) And I started doing those too. So a little bit of everything. And I teach yoga and meditation and, um, yeah, I do dabble a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, okay. Catherine says, only confess to yourself. And um, and says, so I can tell that Tracy has a lot of different skills. Yes, she do. But what is uh, that she wants in her journey for herself? What do you want for your journey for yourself, Tracy? What I want in my journey for myself. Hmm. I think for me, a lot of the journey is the lessons and the opportunities and the growth to know myself at an even deeper and more intimate level. 
And then as time goes on, that will continue to expand and progress. Um, And that means all the parts of myself, right? All of the aspects, not just the ones that I am comfortable with or the ones that I love, but also the ones that I maybe, you know, um, sweep under the rug sometimes or ignore or push away. Um, Yeah. And I feel as though, you know, my personal opinion as a healer um, is that you can never take your clients any farther than you're willing to go yourself. So I feel like part of my inner journey is to continue to do the work and to continue to go deeper so that I can support others to do the same. I do agree completely in that. It is it is impossible to take someone else when, let's say, to affront certain fears if you haven't affronted mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. And yeah. that's how you teach at the same time. I totally agree with you in that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Hopefully that answered her question. Yes. And uh, when um, I know you have, uh, uh, do you do uh, healings once a week or one, every 15 days or ceremonies or you have, because I know you have in your group and also you have, uh, you do, I see you once in a while alive doing mm-hmm. uh, different therapies. Do you do it once a week or you have certain days or it's just when you want to? Uh, on so on Facebook, I do uh, a live every Wednesdays at twelve fifteen Mountain Standard Time, uh, and that's called Midweek Magic, and that's just a really fun way to connect with people. And I usually uh, pull a card for each person that I can get to, as long as I'm on there. So I do that. Um, on Instagram on Fridays, I do something called the Collective Blind Spot, which is also um, a card reading that I do from a uh, deck that's called the Blind Spot, and it's all about what are we not as a collective globally, right? What are we not willing to see right now? So those are always super interesting and super spot on. So those are super fun. And then I randomly just show up live when I feel like it. I always have some stories usually on Instagram and um, the summer I kind of took a bit of a backseat a little bit because I know people are busy and they want to get outside. But starting in September, I'll be starting to do group SRT clearings about once a month as well. So if you want to follow me, you can totally watch for that for those of you that are watching this. Yeah, that is very good. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, says that. Thank you, uh, because you are such a humble and vulnerable answer. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Would you like to do the 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 healing? Yeah, I would love to do just a mini session. So, uh, so this is a group SRT session. Did you want to say something? Yes, I'm gonna leave you alone in in the screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. So just before we start, I'm just going to preface it by letting everybody know. So this is a mini session for a group. Okay. So usually sessions, if I do a one-on-one, there are 60 to 75 minutes. If I do a group clearing, um, usually they're the same, sometimes a little bit longer. So the difference between a group clearing versus a a one-on-one clearing is that when we do a group, we have people that are coming together. So that's all of you that are here with us live, as well as anyone and everyone that might come on the replay. And we all bring together our collective energies. And when we do a group healing, what we are doing is we are clearing things that either happened, number one, in a lifetime together, or number two, we all have a lifetime of our own. So an individual past life where the same theme or the same energies presented themselves. Right? Does, does that make sense, Monica? Just give me a, yeah. Okay. Perfect. 
Okay. So um, as we get into this, I'm going to start by prepping us all to work, which is just preparing me to work with my high self, preparing all of you to get your spiritual committees to come in, work with your high self. Um, and then we will go into the clearing today. Okay. So I know we talked about a little bit already, but you can experience, you know, those energetic, some movements in terms of energy, in terms of emotion, you may have body sensations. Sometimes when the energy gets heavy, you might start to feel very tired or fatigued. Uh, you might yawn or find another way to clear out the energies. Um, there's really nothing to see. So if you feel like you want to lie down, you can do that. If you want to just close your eyes, you can do that. Uh, but I just invite you to get super comfortable right now. Okay. And before we move into the prep to work, let's just start by taking a few breaths together. So take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Exhale, sigh out the mouth. And then inhale. Exhale, sigh. One last time, big breath in. Exhale to release. And if you haven't already, I'll invite you to close your eyes. And just begin to allow yourself to observe the breath. Taking deep inhale, deep exhales through the nose only. As you inhale, begin to feel your spine start to lengthen. Feel the vertebrae begin to stack on top of each other one by one. You can feel yourself sitting up a little bit taller or lengthening out if you're lying down. Feeling the crown of the head reach up or reach away from the bottoms of the feet. And then as you exhale, feel the breath and the energy begin to sink down into the body, all the way down into the base of the spine and the tailbone. Maybe into the lower half of the body. And just giving yourself permission here to rest and to relax. Full permission to rest and to relax. Begin to draw the awareness now to the breath. Noticing how it feels as it moves in and out of the body. Swallow, noticing any taste in the mouth. Begin to notice the movement of the body as you breathe. Notice that as you inhale, the chest will fill first and the belly. Then notice as you exhale, the belly will empty first and then the chest. And watching this gentle rise and fall of the chest and the belly as you breathe in and breathe out. And just giving yourself permission now to be fully in your body. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. On all levels, layers, and lifetimes, barriers down. Now allow yourself, give yourself permission to be open and ready to receive this clearing today. Knowing that you will receive it 
at whatever level you are meant to, whatever piece and part is meant for you. And anything outside of that, we give permission to simply just melt away. And just listening to the sound of my voice as you stay very present with the body. Settling in as I prep us all to work together tonight. Spirit and I are one. We work together as a team. It's my intention to be a neutral and clear channel for high self and for spirit today. How long will it take to prep me to work? Thank you. How long to prep my high self to work? Thank you. How long to prep the group to work? And as we say group, this will include and encompass anyone and everyone that is watching right now on the live, as well as anyone and everyone that will watch this replay at any time in the future. How long to prep them to work? Thank you. How long to prep their high selves to work? Thank you. So please prep us all to work. We have clear and remove all blocking programs, openings, interferences, and negative energies. Permanently seal any openings or cracks and fill all of the portals with love and with light. Please remove all extra links in our high self-committee chains and please clear, remove, elevate, and educate all spiritual committee members, including high self, to the highest level of consciousness on chart three. Please reassign any committee members who are not ready, willing, or able to support 100% positive and 0% negative change. Please update and download all spiritual committees with all new information, wisdom, truth, light, understanding potentials in the one universe, as well as the entire SRT system, and provide them the intellect required to clear all negative programming and to establish a new plan that's based on everything positive. Please reduce the size of all of our spiritual committees, the minimum size for the maximum effect, and reduce all portals down to one, clearing all bodies of any and all negative programming. Please clear all spiritual committees serving us of any and all programs that are created by spirit, including replications, mirror images, and rebuilding. Please reduce my ego to the minimum level required to facilitate this clearing more than zero, not to exceed 3%, to spend all judgment and keep me 100% neutral. Please clear and remove any extra souls and any addictions to other souls and set up a triple shield of protection around the entire group, our spiritual committees, and myself, allowing only our committees and the souls being cleared to speak through this pendulum today. Thank you. Is this done? Yes. Thank you. Am I prepped to work? Yes. Am I clear? Yes. Is the entire group clear? Yes. And are they prepped to work? Yes. And do I have permission to work with everyone in the group today? Yes. Thank you. And who am I working with, please? Hi, self. Thank you. Who is the group working with, please? Hi, self. Thank you. And are our spiritual committees the minimum size for the maximum effect? Yes. And are all the members of our, high, of our spiritual committees at the highest level of consciousness on chart three? Yes. Is high self downloaded, assimilated, and working with the highest levels of knowledge, wisdom, truth, light, understanding potentials in the one universe, including the entire SOT system? Yes. Are all bodies clear of any and all negative programming? Yes. And what percent ego am I currently working with, please? And is that 1%? Yes, thank you. What percent neutrality? And is that 100%? Yes, thank you. And do I have any extra souls? No. And does anyone in the group have any extra souls? No. And as high self set up a triple shield of protection around everyone in this group, including myself. Yes, thank you. 
So at this time, I'd like to ask for a real-time clearing for all of us. First of all, clearing anything and everything that can be cleared without research at this time. Just take a nice deep breath in here, everyone. Exhale, release. You may notice that there is some need to breathe a little bit deeper here or to even yawn to release some stagnant energy. And I invite you to let that out as much as you need to. Thank you. And as we move forward, Spirit, we're asking to remove any and all blocks that any of us might have to asking for help asking for help when we need it in order to take care of ourselves in the best way possible for our highest good, physically, mentally, emotionally, energetically, and spiritually. And anywhere and everywhere that we may have any limiting beliefs or self-sabotaging behaviors here where we feel as though we do not deserve to have the assistance of anyone else. We do not deserve to receive help. We have blocked receiving help anywhere and everywhere that we feel as though we are not enough, that we are not loved enough, that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy enough to receive the help that we need to move forward into higher states of healing on our own journey at this time. Thank you. Is that real-time clearing done? Yes, thank you. So who am I working with? Hi, self. Thank you. Who's Monica working with, please? Hi, self. Thank you. So where do we need to go first for the group? So going into programs. This is the correct chart. Yes, thank you. So what program are we working with, please? We're working with a benefit program. And what type of benefit, please? And it's a program of protection. Is that correct? Yes. And when was it established, please? Established in the Bardos. Is that correct? Yes. How many characters, please? Two characters, is that correct? Yes, who is the first character? A daughter, is that correct? Yes, who is the second character, please? A father, is that correct? Yes, and does this program have past life roots? Yes, so just to let you know, in case you've never heard of the Bardos before, in SRT, the Bardos is referred to as this space that happens within, let's say, the 4 and the 5D, where our um, we create our soul plan. So what that means is before we incarnate into another life, we sit down. You can even imagine us sitting down at a boardroom table or something along that lines. And we plan out what it is that we're coming to incarnate for the lessons that we need to learn. We don't necessarily plan out every experience uh, or every situation, but we have a greater plan at hand. So we might say, okay, I'm coming into this lifetime to have the experience of forgiveness, or I'm coming into this lifetime to discover my intuitive gifts and healing abilities, whatever that looks like. And then we incarnate once we've created this divine blueprint for ourselves with the help of our soul family. So which character is the group, please? The daughter or the father, the daughter. And is this one, excuse me, is this one lifetime for all of us? No. And is this a version that each of us has experienced in our past incarnations? Yes. So are we all represented by the daughter? Yes. And was there hurt or harm in this lifetime? Yes. And who was harmed, please? The father was harmed. Was it at the hands of the daughter? Yes. And can I ask what type of daughter uh, do we have in this lifetime, please? And we have a student priestess. Is that correct? Yes. Thank you. And what type of father, please? And we have a head priest. Is that of a Catholic 
um, or Christian, uh, let's say nature. Yes. And was there, uh, sorry, we know there's further harm. So what type of harm, please mental, emotional, physical, or all three, it's all three. Is it simple, serious or resulting in death? It's serious harm. Is that correct? Yes. Do we need to know the reason for the harm? Yes. Is it on this page? No. Okay. So who am I working with? Please. Hi, self. Thank you. Who's the group working with? Please. Hi, self. Thank you. So where do we need to go to find the reason for the harm? Bye. Thank you. And is this the correct chart? Yes, thank you. Inside or the outside? Going to the outside. So what was the reason for harm, please? And thank you is a power of manipulation. So the reason for harm is manipulation. Is that correct? Yes. And do we need to collect the energies? Yes, thank you. Is this the correct chart? Yes, thank you. Inside or the outside? Inside. So where are we going, please? Going to failure, uh, to escapism, to envy, to ego, to doubt, to doom, domineering, despair, depression, cruelty, cowardice, conflict, complaining, uh, Child abuse, brain damage, bitterness, betrayal, appeasement, apathy, anger, clearing. So please clear all of these energies for each and every one of us. Root, trunk, and seed. Clearing them out of all levels, all layers, all minds, all bodies, all fields, all compartments. Clearing them out of all 13 bodies and of all spiritual committees. Right back through to the heart of spirit. We ask you please clear, remove, and replace these energies. And open each and every one of us up to success, to balance, of ego versus soul, to harmony, to understanding, to faith, to trust, to belief, to positivity, to understanding, to personal power, to joy, to forgiveness of self and forgiveness of all others as well as every positive word in the universe's largest dictionary, regardless of language. What I'm seeing for this lifetime is this is a lifetime where we have this head priest who, yes, is a father figure also, though I'm hearing an authority figure. And then we have the role that is represented by each and every one of us, which is the student priestess. And this role is at a very young age. Like I want to say it's very childlike, like between the ages of, let's see, eight to 12. Um, And so student priestess, yes, in the way that she was learning her spirituality, but there was also this father figure of this head priest within the community. And the relationship started off very, um, let's say neutral, meaning that there was no right or wrong. There was no my way versus your way. It was just more of a very, uh, let's just call it a friendship is what I'm feeling. It has this energy of friendship that the father uh, appeared to be very fond of the daughter at the time. But as they became close and he earned her trust, then the relationship began to shift And it turned into manipulation. It turned into, I'm even hearing the word brainwashing. So there was an attempt on his part to try to, uh, let's say, coerce or convince the daughter that she needed to change her belief system. And she needed to be more like him. She needed to do things his way. She needed to believe what he believed. And it's interesting. There's this energy. It's very, um, the manipulation was very sneaky. 
and, and it was portrayed as being in her best interest. And because of her age, because of where she was in her life and what she had been taught by her parents, what she had not been taught by her parents, there was this really strong element within her that questioned herself. She didn't believe in herself. She didn't feel good enough in her own skin. And so she looked outside of herself. And in doing that, was manipulated into something that she didn't want, that she didn't believe in. She gave away her choice. She gave away her freedom. She gave away her ability to choose for herself because she felt as though she didn't know what to choose for herself. Huge energy of, of despair here. And if we allow someone else to choose for us long enough, eventually we no longer have the capacity to choose for ourselves. So what would it be like for each and every one of you right now to call back those pieces of yourself? If it resonates, Repeat after me, either out loud or in your mind. I call forward all of the aspects of myself that I left behind in this lifetime. I call them all back. I call them all back. I call them all back and I claim who it is that I really am and who I have come here to be. And I recognize that even though in that lifetime, I gave my power away. And now in this lifetime, I have the ability to choose differently. I have the capacity to be discerning, to know what's good for me, to know what it is that I need. And I also have the ability to ask for help and to receive from those around me. We are all the healers of all. We are all the healers of all. Is that done? Yes, thank you. Is that enough to clear that life? Yes. Is that enough to clear that program? Yes. Is there anything else on this chart? No, thank you. So who am I working with? Please, high self, thank you. And who is the group working with? Please, high self, thank you. So where are we going next? We're going into fine-tuning. Is this the correct chart? Yes, thank you, inside or the outside. 
going to the outside. And so where are we going, please? We're going to the abdication of emotional responsibility. Is that correct? Yes. So please clear root, trunk, and feed any and all blocks. The abdication of emotional responsibility. Clearing them out of all levels, all layers, all minds, all bodies, all fields, all compartments. Out of all 13 bodies, out of all spiritual communities, right back through to the heart of spirit. The abdication of emotional responsibility can cause us to blame other people for uncontrolled emotional responses in our lives. Kind of that blame, shame, guilt factor where we have a negative experience, we have a negative emotion. And we will go outside of ourselves and we will blame that person, that factor, that situation, that circumstance for our reaction. It's like, he made me do it. They made me do it. I had no other choice because you did this or you said this. And why this is important in this clearing, what I'm feeling and what I'm hearing is it's important because if we want to be free, if we want to claim our personal power, if we want to call back all the pieces of ourselves, then we also have to be responsible for them. Not just the parts that make us feel good. We have to be accountable and responsible for every feeling, every word, every thought, every emotion, every energy we experience. In any given moment of every single day. That's part of taking our power back. We can't have one without the other. And so this brings forward this uh, brings forward choice. We always have a choice, even if we don't like them. Is that done? Yes, thank you. Is that enough to clear abdication of emotional responsibility? Yes, thank you. Is there anything else on this chart? No, thank you. So where do we need to go next, please? We're going into mop-up, and mop-up is what we do to complete a session. So please clear 100% of 100% of the items on the mop-up list, including all of the stacks. Thank you. Is that done? Yes, thank you. What percentage of the items in the mop-up list have been cleared? Thank you. Is that 100%? Yes, thank you. Is brain restructuring also complete? Yes. And have all pre-programmed illnesses, accidents, Alzheimer's and dementia programs also been cleared? Yes. Does both my high self and the group's high self also agree that it's cleared? Yes. Is the soul also being freed? Yes, thank you. And are there any programs coming up to be cleared for anyone at the group? At this time, no, as the, what about for the group as a collective? No, thank you. Is the soul being cleared to the highest level of consciousness on chart three? Yes. With what percent accuracy, please? Is that 100%? Yes, thank you. And with what percent completion? And is that also 100%? Yes, thank you. So at this time, Spirit, I would like to call in angels of light to assist each and every one of us that is live in this clearing today, as well as each and every person that may see this on a replay Assist us all in integrating and processing today's clearing. And may we all assimilate this in divine timing with ease 
with grace, with love, and with light on our journeys. And so it is. Take a nice deep breath in here. Exhale, sigh. Slowly, slowly, whenever you're ready, just start to wiggle the fingers and the toes. Slowly bringing yourself back into your body. Bringing in small movements if that feels good. When you're ready and only when you're ready, using your next exhalation to gently soften and open the eyes. Thank you so much. Welcome. I, I felt it a lot into my heart and my throat. Mm. Like with something that it was mm. coming out. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. Thank you. I really hope everybody make an appointment with Tracy that I really recommend her. This this was just a test uh, a a taste. Mm. A group. Now imagine it if you have a catered completely for yourself. Yeah. Is there? I'd love to hear feedback. If there's anything in the comments. Yes. Let me check. And uh, we have Ahmed. Uh, does she uh, uh, peace and love? And oh, let me see what else. Break for humanity world. And. Uh, Catherine says, thank you, Tracy. And Ahmed says, thank you so much, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my pleasure. More people are going to be reading this and we are going to be seeing this and also going to be in YouTube later on. Yeah. And yes, I yeah. highly recommend that to everybody. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Tracy, uh, do you want to add something else? Um, you know, I would just say like any type of energy work, right? Even though this was just a mini clearing, just to make sure that you take good care of yourself, listen to what your body needs. So drink lots of water. You may notice that you're feeling a little bit more emotional or tired compared to how you normally feel. And that's okay. That's all perfectly normal too. So just really staying in tune with what it is you need and as best you can, um, with what you've got going on in your life, just try to take super good care of yourself. Yes, that is important. Thank you so much, Tracy. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. And, wow. uh, and let me announce what we have the next week. Yeah. In the, in the next week, in the next Sunday, that's when we have the, the Heart of the Artist uh, podcast. We have Valente Rodriguez. He's an actor and he's been in many shows like George Lopez and more. And that show, uh, the Heart of the Artist Talk podcast is going to be at 6 o'clock on Sunday, a central time, of course, guys. And uh, the next uh, Soul Talk in the next Monday is going to be me. I'm going to be channeling and I'm going to be doing a guided meditation. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. It is going to be at 7 o'clock, like usual time. And I want to thank everybody for your donations that we have received 
And remember that this podcast survived by your donations and also the description box where you can find the, the PayPal donation. It is in there. And I really appreciate everybody for being here. And please share it. This Share this video. It's going to be It's going to be very helpful for everybody. And later on, expect for the YouTube. That is, we're going to have it too. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you. Thank I you. really appreciate it. And thank you for everybody that is mm -hmm. going to listen to this. Yes. And thank you guys for being here. And this is Monica Ramirez. And I love you guys. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.